Episode 11 of the Q&A podcast. Yeah, wait, come back around. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, think it's, I think it's working now. Just gotta oil them up like this. <laughs> so I'm here with my uh, good friend from college, Sterling well, Moffey. Friend. Oh, well, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm here with a, an acquaintance from college. We just met outside. And he asked me to come and do his podcast. He's out of friends, I guess, so. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we both went to Biola. Biola and La Mirada in uh, Orange County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sterling is, uh, we known each other 2015? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Jeez, man. Seven years. That's enough time for a preteen. A preteen? I mean, seven-year-old technically is not a teen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They yeah. sound a lot older when you say preteen. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted it to make it sound like we've been friends for a very, very long time. So. Well, hopefully it will, our friendship will continue to last. To a whole teenager. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a young adult. Yeah, yeah. So Sterling, actually, um, right off the bat, love that energy. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you're a composer. That's right. A film composer for for film. Well, composer for films, video games, mm-hmm. um, TV shows. Yep. Well, actually, you do and concert music. So That's you're just true. a composer, but your focus is film and video games and TV shows, right? Yeah, yeah. I like I like writing music for media. Right. Favorite. You have the biggest audience that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard your stuff. It's oh, gorgeous, well, beautiful. Thanks. But I do think but, that but, no. <laughs> when people hear that music right. and they imagine the composer, I feel like they would imagine like a very serious, mm-hmm. stoic, yeah. you know, like introverted person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> do you get that? You know, because you're like you know, like when you think about like a a composer of that's making music, like as I think advanced as yours, I'm imagining nice. that they think they're thinking like this old serious guy. Yeah. Do you get that? Like people are like, oh, you're a lot younger, or you're a lot more energetic, or you, you know, I was thinking about it, literally thinking about this on the way over here today. Um, that yes, there is sort of a tortured artist, artist. like stereotype for someone who composes music and a lot of people um tend to adopt it when they when they go yeah some people who who maybe weren't like that before and i don't know if it's part of the just part of the work you know that a lot of the work is very like just solo very like isolated a lot of time because you know when i'm writing i'm by myself in my studio and and it's the same experience for other composers as well, so. But you think they adopt that even though they don't necessarily have to because they want to like look cooler or be more taken more seriously? There's, I mean, there's some of, there's definitely some of that, but, um, but yeah, I think it's, it's a personality thing. For me, I definitely have, I'm two sides of a coin, you know? 
I actually am more of that introverted type person. And then depending on the people that I'm around, you know, whatever sort of social pressure is there, I can sort of adopt a more outgoing personality, but it does, it's sort of draining. It can become draining, so. But every time I've seen you, you've always been extroverted. That's what, that, that's, that's what they want you to think, you know? Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I think, so, but you're an introvert at heart. I, I would say so, oh. yeah. I'm kind of, I, I, I can turn it on when I have to, but I'm not like that. I don't wake up, sometimes, I don't usually wake up and go, Good morning, world. Let's let's have a great day, you know, and march downstairs and high five my roommates on my way out the door. So, would you say then that your energetic, young, vibrant personality makes people take you less seriously then? Because the norm is like a serious, tortured artist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you think they're like, oh wait, he's not the typical tortured, quiet, fancy <laughs> composer. He, he must not be as good as I thought he was. Because people do think yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not inside the head of everybody who meets me. Um, I would hope that, that you know, when I meet them, I, I leave a good, a good impression. Um, and if there's that sort of disconnect there, I mean, there's nothing really I can do about it, you know. Nobody's, nobody's expressly told me, wow, I totally expected you to be some grumpy old heart guy. That being said, though, I do sort of have, like, an old soul in, in like, my personality and my interests and things. A lot of my friends are like, let's go to this rock concert or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be too loud. <laughs> the, the lights are too much. Too many people. And they're like, well, how old are you? 58? You know, so... Yeah, so it's, it's sort of a mixture, but but I would say, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what people think about me when I meet them, but I just try to... What would you say if one of your mentors... Because I, I know you... I think it seems like Alan Silvestri is a very... Kind of like a mentor figure. Based on, like, the posts I see. I know you guys, you guys seem to have, like, an, a relationship. We, we, uh, we have a cordial sort of acquaintance. Uh, Ship. <laughs> um, I don't go to lunch with them, you know, every week, but but I'll I'll catch up with them, you know. Once, yeah, once that's every so cool. Months and um, it's amazing to have somebody like that in my life. And for those of you that don't know, Alan Silvestri is responsible for doing um, music for Avengers mm -hmm. and Back to the Future. Yep, yep. And um, what else did he do? Uh, Tintin. That's John Williams. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alan Silvestri is yeah famous for those. He did Forrest Gump. Um, Big deal. Yeah, Castle. All of all of Robert Zemeckis's movies. I don't know if you know um, Robert Zemeckis, but it's pretty pretty big. Yeah. Pretty good director here. Right. In town. So. But so he he's a he's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big deal. Yeah, he's been around since the eighties. I grew up with his music. Um, my dad introduced his music to me when I was uh, very young. He says he used to hold up the speaker to my mom's womb before I was born. I don't know. That's playing Alan Silvestri's Alan music. Silvestri. Yeah. Oh, and wow. But, um, Did you I, tell that? I never, I never oh. haven't told Alan that. That would be funny. But, um, yeah. How do you think he would respond? Would he be creeped out oh, if you told him? Uh, no, I don't think so. Al, Al, Alan is <laughs> Alan's one of the nicest, famous people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. When, when I, so the, the way that I got connected with him, I went to USC for my, got a scholarship. Yeah, for my graduate yeah, degree. From him. 
And yeah, him and his wife were generous and gave me a scholarship. And I actually ended up meeting him at a, he was promoting um, the Avengers. The Avengers had just come out. I think it was the third movie. He did all. So Endgame? Um, yeah, Endgame. So Endgame had just come out. And, um, and I went to this, this panel and I was like, oh, I'm so nervous to meet oh. him now. And I waited in line and got all the way up to the front of the line. And I was like, hey, I'm Sterling. Like, it's nice to meet you. Like, I don't With know. That you voice. Know. Yeah, really. Yeah. No, I mean, what if you meet somebody that's got like that gravitas and magnitude? And it was like your hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and, and he was like, Sterling, wait, hold on. And he called his wife over and gave me a big hug. And like, it was crazy. I wasn't expecting. I was, oh, because he knew that you were a recipient of his Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting to like kind of pat me on the head, be like, "All right, best of luck," and you know, kind of send me on my way. But he was he was very generous, and he came to the school, um, uh, and talked to the whole class the next weekend. And yeah, it was it was great. So, so really I have, awesome uh, what if he mm-hmm. says, "Sterling, your music is awesome, but in this business, you have to adopt that tortured artist personality." Uh huh. Would you listen to him, or would you say, you know, I respect you, but I would rather be me or something like yeah, that? Yeah, no, that's a it's an interesting point. Um, no, I don't think I would. I think I would just I would continue with my person. So here's the thing: is you know, I I can be energetic and fun, but I'm also not disrespectful. And when it comes down to actually doing the work, you know. Um, I'm very focused and very, I feel like I'm doing an, a job interview. I'm super focused, I'm super <laughs> ambitious, please hire me. Um, but yeah, so, so I don't think I would change my personality based on anybody's recommendation, regardless of whether it was Alan Silvestri or uh, Jesus. Jesus. If Jesus came down, here's the, if Jesus, okay, I'll make an exception for Jesus. If Jesus came in, my, my, I like woke up and he was standing over my bed and he was like, Sterling, you must be tortured. <laughs> I was like, oh, please. Um, yeah. yeah. I, By the way, Bible is a Christian university, so that's why I said Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, because. Are you still Christian? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> it would be awkward if you said no. I'm still Christian too. Okay, so, that's yeah. good. That's good. I mean, it's, that's a valid question. It's, yeah. You know? I feel like a lot of. I don't know if I should say a lot, but... Let's start naming names. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think especially... I think it's the culture. Yeah. I think a lot of people are leaving the faith. Um, and understandably so. I think um, it's just not... There's a lot of just bad... Uh, bad uh, what is it? Bad reputation or... What's the word? I can't think of it. But a lot of grievances with the church right now yeah. that I think is making people leave. So No, I yeah. agree. Yeah, no. There's a lot of inauthenticity, a lot of right. hypocrisy, yeah. a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Stuff that's actually been going on in the church forever. forever. Yeah. You know, but but yeah. it's it's sometimes it feels like it hits a little closer to home when it becomes the people that are in your life personally. You know, you read about it in the Bible, you read historical accounts of the church um, you know, committing these sort of religious traumatic type experiences right. on people and you're like, ah, oh, it's far removed and that hasn't been my experience. And then something like that happens to you and it's, it's, it's completely different. So I think, you know, one thing that I try to keep in mind is, is that um, the problems with Christianity or religion in general is the people mm-hmm. and it's not because 
Jesus is the flawed one or God is the flawed one. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, it, it, it can be tough. And, and you know, well, yeah. I'm glad that you are still on the, the narrow path. Thank you. And that you're not going to go to hell. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I'm just so, kidding. You are going to go to Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Um, so I know that some musicians, Christian musicians, won't sing music by like Wagner or mm-hmm. certain like artists with like Nazi affiliations or um, what is it, anti-Semitic rela- um, relations. Yeah. Um, you know, if you had, if you were offered like a lot of money, let's say a million dollars. Okay. To or I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> just give me the money. I don't care what. It is. No, I will never denounce Jesus. We'll give you one million dollars. All right. I mean, it's a million. Dollars. Don't strike me down, Lord. <laughs> so, what if you the project? Mm-hmm. Let's say the head of the project is a, a Satanist. Wow. Now the movie is not a, satan- a Satanic movie, but the director. Mm-hmm. Or, or let's say yeah, let's say the director is a Satanist, but it's a big yeah. movie. Yeah. And he will give you a million dollars. Yeah. So the movie is not sat- satanic, mm-hmm. but the director's a well-known Satanist. Would yeah. you take it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there was a great reaction right there. Um, yeah, I would. And, and, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, the art in itself isn't, isn't evil. If the art in itself isn't evil, and I'm not propagating an ideology that I don't agree with by working on the project... Um, then that then that's not a problem. And actually, um, on the other side of things, being around somebody like that, um, I have the opportunity to sort of witness to that person. You know, like we, we, what we would say in, in Christianese, witness You're to this person. Evangelize to him covertly. Uh, yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. You know, I don't think standing on a street corner and telling people they're going to hell really works as well what? as it did. That's what I do every Friday morning. And I do it Saturday mornings, but I'll tell you, I feel like it hasn't... I have You're telling me people don't like it when they're told that they're going to be burning for all eternity after they die if they don't follow Jesus? Well, you know, that's what I'm... That might be what I'm saying. Oh, jeez. Yeah, in, in historically speaking, you know, back in... I was going to say back in Nam, but that's wrong. Back in, back in uh, biblical times, back in uh, Jesus' time, um, you have examples of people on the streets that are, that, are, that are saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near, John the Baptist. And, and the context of those people were all Jewish people, and they already believed in God, and they already mm-hmm. had that. You know, so, so it, was very potent. Um, it was very potent in that way. And now we have so many different worldviews that... And, and it's a much more individualist society where people are much more focused on themselves than they were back then. Um, now, that's not to say that it doesn't work anymore, you know, because um, my belief in the Christian belief as, uh, as, yeah, our belief as Christians is that the Holy Spirit is the one that's moving in that person and changing them from the inside out. And so it doesn't really matter what you say at that point. It's like, because God's the one that's, that's using you. So... I'm not saying that it that it doesn't work, but maybe it isn't quite as potent as it was 2,000 years ago when everybody was familiar with the concept um, of the Hebrew God, at least in that area where where most of that was being preached. Yeah, Ex- excellent point. Um, well, what would you do then if the movie was like a satanic movie? Hmm. 
It's a good question. But the director. But the director. <laughs> so we're flip the flip the script. Um, I I do have some artistic reservations for things. Oh, like what? Um, I probably won't do something that involve that glorifies. You won't use you know, the demonic tones or yeah. Any. I won't use the tritones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no tritones can be used in any of. My score. Yeah, exactly. That's, is that one of your reservations? That's one of my. No, I love track. <laughs> um, for the for, for yeah. non musical people. The devil's um, interval. It's called it. Is that what it's called? They call it that. Um, although it's there's there's some debate on whether or not this was ever a legitimate complaint from some from people from mu musical historians back in the day. There's this there's this um, <clears throat> there's this interval. You want to sing it? Ba, ba. Oh no, that's not it. It's been a while since I sing. <laughs> no, hold on. You were really close. That's a, that was a perfect fit. So just drop it down a little bit. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, tough one. It's a hard one. Ba, 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 ba. So it's from the wedding march. Yes, right? you know, and and that's why the divorce rate is fifty three percent, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have perfect pitch? No. Okay, just really good relative. I have relative pitch. Um, so we have all this musical stuff going. Anyway, so the 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 devil's interval, the tritone is called. It's like a diminished. If if you were to be playing a piano, right? You play middle C, everybody knows middle C, and you go up to the closest F sharp. You play those two together, they sound bad. Yes. By themselves. By however, themselves, yes. However, you add more notes, and it's beautiful. And I could talk about this for hours, and I'm not going to. Um, um, most so, of my listeners know nothing about music. Yeah. So uh, these are the things that we <laughs> <laughs> these are the things that we think about. They uh, probably already turned this podcast off dang. at this point. Just kidding. I yeah. Have no there's more interesting things to come. Um anyway, where do we get where do you get off? The sir? question well the, I, I forgot too, but the question Oh your uh, reservation. Oh yeah, yeah. So there are some reservations. If I'm glorifying something that goes against my worldview, especially glorifying, you know, something that's demonic and but how would you glorify something demonic through music? Um, would it be the scene that you're? It would be the scene. Okay. Yeah, it would be the scene. Uh, my oh. my personal belief and and you know there's millions of well maybe not millions thousands of people that would disagree with me. My personal belief as a musician is that the music itself is there's nothing offensive about music itself. Um, you start getting words and lyrics in there, and then you can start to kind of um, interpret that as you will, but. I think I think music in itself is is beautiful and is one of the most like perfect can be one of the most perfect things that we have, which is one of the reasons why I love creating music is because it's sort of displaced from all the politics and and um, difference in worldview and things that that just tear people apart. And a lot of people can go and listen to um, a piece of music by Beethoven or you know, uh, uh, Debussy, or more recently, like a poem composer like John Williams, um, 
Hans Zimmer, and it brings people together, and they don't, and they can have diametrically opposed worldviews and still have a common, beautiful experience listening to this music. So, you would would you say that um, singers or uh, music or um, instrumentalists who refuse to play the music of Wagner to be overreacting? <laughs> You're trying to make enemies for me. <laughs> no, I think I think there's good reason for that. Um, you know, by the way, Wagner was affiliated with the Nazi Party, right? Is that and he was anti-Semitic? Is that the reasoning? That that is, yeah, that's the reasoning. And Wagner came before before Nazis. Um, oh, yeah, right, 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 yeah, right, right, right. But yeah. but he had that idea. Flight of the Valkyrie. Um. Yeah. Is that like a Nazi song? No. No, it's not? So. I don't think so. You, I Don't quote me. I'm not a music historian. I don't know for sure. Okay, because I, I, I think that was like one of the pieces where instrumentals are like, I'm not going to play that. Or yeah, that's the one that. for those of you that don't know. That's the one he does. Yeah. Really fun. Yeah. And all the violence. Like, right, right, right. It's, it's really fun music. But, so, yeah. Uh, to answer your question... I think people have their own um, uh, convictions about music and how they choose to artistically express it, and I can't be a person that tells them that they're doing it wrong. And you know, if if something convicts them, then you, I don't know. Far be it for me to 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 tell them they're wrong. But for me personally, um, I think music in itself is in, is is inoffensive. So you so one of your reservations is. I'm not going to um, score something for a scene that's going to glorify Satan. Any other reservations? Um, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I really enjoy writing music for or being involved with projects that have a redeeming value. So even if there's darkness involved, even if there's okay. yeah, even if it's. Um, even if there's even some horror elements, um, even if it's really scary, it's there's some evil element to it. Right. As long as there, as long as a, there's something redeeming. Yeah. Now, now let me give you an example, and I'll just plug something. Um, when I back in back in my USC days, I was there for a year. Um, oh, I, you did it in a year? Yeah. You did a two-year program. It was a one-year master's. Yeah. They get you in and out. Real quick. Oh, it's, the program is a one year. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow! Yeah. Didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's nice. Yeah, it is super. It's it's great. Um, yeah, and so when I was there, I did this film by this amazing director. His name is Felipe Vargas. Um, it's called Milk Teeth, and it's this dark reinterpretation of the Tooth Fairy. Oh wow! <laughs> it sounds it sounds interesting, right? Yeah. It's about this kid in an orphanage. Um, he loses a tooth one day, and this Tooth Fairy. Um, basically takes his tooth, trades it for something more valuable, and it's it's a commentary on greed and everything. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that this tooth fairy is like evil and is trying to collect the teeth of children to come and attack, oh. to come and attack the living people. Um, that's that's the basic concept. I hope I didn't spoil it, Felipe. Um, <laughs> uh, and but there's there's um, there's a redeeming value of like. A lot of the uh, there's actually some biblical under overtones with the uh, um, seven deadly sins. And is he a Biola person too? No, this oh, okay. is okay. USC. Um, and so even though it was a dark 
uh, tale, like sort of on like a like a modern grim. If you ever read the actual grim fairy tales, you know that yeah. like the Disney stories are based on. It's like Cinderella. Cinderella went to the ball and she lost her slipper, right. and then she got her feet cut off and fed to the dogs. And oh, it's is like, that really? I don't know. Oh, okay, I'm making, okay. but it's similar. Right, it's, right, right. It's yeah, I can get it. It's like going. all right, um, Davy and and Jimmy. Grim, these guys have some nice ideas, but maybe we need to help them with the right. execution. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's sort of like a dark tale like that, but um, it had a it had a that uh, a strain of redeeming element to it, and it was beautifully made, and mm-hmm. um, and so that was something that that I chose to be a part of. Now, if it was something like, um, you know, there's this family, and they move they move into this haunted mansion, and they all get killed and the children are cut up and blah 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 but they put the dad in the wall you know um i you know there isn't much there isn't really anything for me to grab onto and be like i'm making the world a happier better place by okay contributing you yeah you you will prefer obviously yeah you'll prefer to do work that has a meaningful message Mm -hmm. would you do texas chainsaw massacre probably not or if the pay was good? I would have a hard time. Oh, really? I would have a hard time. You know, yeah, it, it would be a tough choice. It would be a tough choice. If I can't find something that's redeeming in there, probably not. Yeah, that's just, that's just me. That's just my, my personal No, my, if they, even if they pay you a large amount of money? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, oh, wow. it, 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 would be, it would be a tough call. It's not something that I want to commit to either with my PR team in the corner, right? Don't say anything. <laughs> um, it's not something that I would commit either way, but I would have strong reservations about doing something like what that. What about scoring for the video game Diablo? Um, I'm not. I'm not super familiar with Diablo. Okay, so familiar. very popular MMORPG. Not so much anymore, but back in the days, it was huge. Yeah. Okay. Well, talking about video games, I read that you. Nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> You were um, responsible for the music of Critical Role. I'm not too familiar with it, but apparently it's like a very popular Dungeons and Dragons live show. Mm -hmm. I wasn't super familiar with it until we got involved either. Um, I wasn't the sole composer on this. Uh, Part of, I was involved with the creation of their newest uh, season. It's a web series of Dungeons and Dragons, or they, they call it Tabletop. RPG, right? Um, where they have a bunch of voice actors, and I think yeah, yeah, yeah. in general, and they play Dungeons and Dragons, and Super it's cool, wildly entertaining, yeah. and it's incredibly popular. I didn't know they were; they might still be the number one subscribed Twitch channel oh, in the world. Wow, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no, it seemed like it was a very big deal. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is huge. Yeah, yeah. So I work for a company called Hexany Audio, another sort of shameless plug there. Um, and Shame. we, I'm gonna edit that out. How dare you? Uh, I work for a company called Hexity Audio and um, video game companies mainly and you know some other um, now you've been there for two years been there yeah for two years and and we get contracted to make music for for, um, mainly video games all kinds of really cool franchises like Call of Duty Apex Legends right um, yeah Tom, Tom Clancy. Yeah, we did Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six. Yeah. That was mostly a, a sound design thing. There was I did some stuff that was involved with a music crossover with an, it, another thing that's kind of complicated. But yeah, they we get contracted by a lot of big companies to do music for games. 
um, and Critical Role came to us and, and asked us. And so it was myself and I think three other composers, or six composers that work at Hexane. All USC. Um, one is, one, his name is Robert Wolf. He graduated one year before me. Um, and we have some Berkeley people, Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And we have some people that just didn't go to school at all, but are really good at writing music. So, um, would you, looking back, do you think that's the route you would have taken? What do you mean? Not go to college? No. I, it was, it's always been sort of like a, a goal of mine ever since I was a kid, you know. Um, I just had this sort of nuclear idea of like, wake up, or wake up, go to, go to elementary school, go to middle school, graduate high school, go to college, you know. Um, and when I started writing music, I, you know, Googled and I was like, what's the, what's the best, uh, music school for film, you know, in the world, you know, stars in my eyes and everything. And it turns out that it's USC. And so I had had the thought and the plan and the hope of being able to go there for my master's when I was 14 years old. So it was a, it was an idea. It was a, a plan 10 years in the making. So why not for undergrad as well? I applied there for undergrad. I applied to USC for undergrad. I got rejected twice. That's how I ended up at Biola. That's how oh, I ended up here. You got rejected by USC twice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. That's surprising. Well, did they say why? No, no. I got the um, I got the the standard. Oh, we had so much competition this year. You did so well. We're so we we hope for the very best for you, but. We don't want you here. You know, so um, twice. So you did you go to? Oh, you were trying to transfer out of Biola. I went to a community college. Okay, okay yeah. for a year, and then I went to Biola for four years. Okay. Um, and yeah, and and it's just it just so happens that that was the path. And I don't know, it, maybe if there's any aspiring musicians out there and you're watching this, you know, you can go from there isn't only my mom. So. Um, Ryan's mom, if you ever decide to go back to school, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you know, just keep, just keep pushing and keep knocking on doors and, um, you know, eventually one's going to open, so. So, but I imagine that by the second re rejection, that must have been very devastating. You know what I mean? Because yeah, first thanks one, for bringing uh, up old wounds. No, well, I mean, I say that now because you got into USC, now you're very successful, but. I mean, the first one must have been super tough, especially if it was a plan that was 10 years in the making. Mm -hmm. But to get rejected again the second time, because you're probably thinking, okay, you know, second time, they have to let me in. You know, how many people are going to um, apply twice? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was hard, man. I, yeah, I, I didn't expect it. I thought I was going to get in for my undergrad. I was super excited to come... I actually came down. I toured the campus and everything, and then and then I got the I got the you know. This is the, for the second time. The first time, okay. yeah. And then the second time, it was the same. And the third time, there was no fanfare, and and it's, I you know no no shade to USC. I love USC, but they sent me an email all three times, and it was always the same thing. It was just like a decision has been made regarding your you know application, and I was like, oh. So the third time, I was like, well, it was nice. You know, it was a nice thought. But so yeah. you, you weren't like happy by the third time. I when I when I just read the subject line of the email, no, I was I was like, oh darn it, you know. And then I read it, and and I was staying with some friends at the time, and there was a guy in the kitchen. I didn't even know him, 
And I read it and I was like, you've been accepted. I was like, ah, and I ran in there and I like gave him a hug and he's like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm, uh, I'm Thomas. And I'm like, hi, I'm Sterling. I just got accepted into my dream school. <laughs> you know? Uh, so yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was a process for sure. Third but time was a charm. What about the second time then? Um, that, so that was the third time when I got accepted. Oh, I know. But what about the second time? Second time, I don't have a lot of memory of it. I think it was just the same sort of, I was at Biola at the time. Wait, what? I believe I was at Biola. Why were you at Biola no. for the second No, okay, so no, I was, I, yeah, I'm gonna just, let me just try to organize my, my, um, my dates. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> dates. I just have so many dates. Um, yeah, so the first one was right out, out of high school. Right. The second one was, it was in, um, community, community college. Yeah. Do you remember where you were? When you got this, are you trying to make me cry, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> no, because um, let's talk about your rejection. Well, okay. Because I, I, I just I'm curious about the 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 difference. Because mm -hmm. the third time, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Now I want to. I want. I wonder what it was for the second time. Then. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Did you? Black I it blacked out. it out. You I have it either out. it's either a skill or a curse. I actually have this thing. Maybe it's a trauma response. I need to go to therapy, probably, um, Doctor Ryan. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't remember a lot of negative experiences in my life, That's especially for small. Like I'll remember the headline, like didn't get into USC, but I don't remember, the, you know, crying on the couch and eating four quarts of cookies of cream ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Although it may have happened, you know, who knows? That's probably, I think it's always, that sounds very healthy, actually. You never want to dwell on the past, and you never want to dwell on the negative. You just want to move out of it as fast as you can. It, you know, it's, if you can't change it, then there's no... Then lose it. Then lose it. And I can't change my shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah. I didn't know you applied twice. That's then what made you pick Biola? It was it fell in my lap. I was playing basketball. We play basketball together. Yeah. Um, I was playing basketball before I knew Ryan, and my mom had come back down. She lives in Alaska. I lived in Alaska for a long time. My mom came down, and she was doing this reunion concert because Biola is her alma mater, so she went there first. Oh. Yeah, so she came back for this reunion concert. She played the flute. Oh, she's a musician too. Okay. You play the flute? No, never. Oh, I think it's this though, right? Or this? I don't know. I'm a composer. <laughs> I don't play. I don't play the flute. No. Um, yeah. So she was coming down, and she was like, "I just mentioned to them that you write music." And was Owen one of her professors? Um, no, this was um, Robert Denham. Do you remember Dr. Denham? Wait, your mom's that young? Oh, 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 when she went? Yeah. Uh, Bob Felder. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was, he was but, so but then Marlon Owens, too, because they were at the same time. Maybe. I don't, yeah. know if he, yeah, I don't know if he was working there when my mom went. Yeah. Interesting, because I think Owens was there before Felder. Really? Okay, well then, uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't think <laughs> I, need, I think so. Yeah. Well, she definitely had Felder. and wow. uh Yeah, and so she called me, and she's like, I just mentioned to them that you write music, so like bring some samples for after the concert. I was like, okay. So I met with uh, Dr. Denham after the concert, and what ended, what I thought was going to be like a five-minute conversation ended up being like two hours, and they basically offered me a scholarship on the spot. And so it's like, you know, well, this is kind of, <laughs> this is pretty obvious, this is where I should be going, you know? So, um, yeah, so I took, took advantage of that opportunity, and I was there for four years. Was Denham your main professor? Um, he was the director of the composition department, and I had... I had several different professors that I 
study under. Oh, but you didn't have like a, a main one? Because I know they uh, at Biola, they, they do like to rotate, mm -hmm. but some students prefer to just stay with one. Mm -hmm. Was that your experience or did you have a rotating? I had a bad experience with my first professor. Oh, I think I know who it was. <laughs> I think I know who it was, but I'm not going to say yeah. out of respect. Yeah. I, pretty much every composer, composition major who had him said they didn't like it. Yeah, he's the worst. Fire him in the middle. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I had a bad experience with my first one. My second one was, um, if I remember correctly, this guy called Mike Watts. And he's a piano player and also an orchestrator in Hollywood. And he's on all kinds of huge projects, works a lot with the composer. Um, John Debney, who's very famous for doing like Passion of the Christ, is one of his movies, and he oh, does wow. all kinds of other stuff. Like the new um, Jungle Book movie, he did that, and um, so he works. Uh, Mike Watts works for, works with John Debney a lot, um, and he teaches at Biola, and I studied with him for I think three of the four years I was there. Um, a big help to me in preparing for USC and just for being a film composer in general. You studied with him three out of four years, so I think so, yeah. Also, he was your main. I guess, yeah. yeah. I guess it, as far as time wise goes, yeah. Did you have to request them? I then? think they put me with him for the first time, and then I re requested. Oh, him. so you did, you so you didn't want to switch? No, yeah, he was very helpful. He was great. Wow. Yeah. So that was my Biola experience. How did you like Biola? It was fine. <laughs> I love your gasps. Like, whew, good reactions. Well, you were there for four years, so... Mm -hmm. Were you not... You seem like you enjoyed it from my conversations with you at the school mm -hmm. and my observations of you. I didn't, I didn't not enjoy it, but, you know, there was good experiences and bad experiences and neutral experiences, and it is just... It is school, so... You know, I, I would... I, if, if they said, well, wave a magic wand, you can live it again, do you want to change things? I wouldn't change too much. It was it was fine. But do you regret going to Biola? No, no. Okay, so these are very minor. Yeah, it was it wasn't the time of my life, and it wasn't hell. So it was right down the middle. A nice a nice fun experience. Yeah. Ooh, I want to ask more questions, but I don't know if if it'll be respectful. Oh, go for it, man. Ryan's mom. Here's all my answers. Was your... <laughs> <laughs> She's taking notes. <laughs> Were your grievances with the academics, the community, or the music department? Or all three? Um, there was a, I had some clashes with some individual uh, academic people, like specific... Oh, for theology reasons? Professor, or? There was a couple for oh. theology reasons, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a couple for theology reasons. There was some music people that just didn't like me. Um, students? Some no, oh. the students were actually much more accommodating than some oh, so, professors. Wait, yeah. some some music professors didn't mm -hmm. like you. What do you mean? Like composition professors or like? Yeah. Oh. There's some composition professors. There's some um, just general music people that didn't like me. Wait, why? <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh, you're so nice. Like they didn't like your music, or they didn't like you. I, it was my personality that they didn't. That they didn't. So how do you know? And what a and so the reason is, um, I treat everybody the same. I treat everybody with the same amount of respect. And there's some individuals, especially in academics, who um, have a 
sort of superiority complex. Um, and if you're not groveling at their feet and you know worshiping them, kind of being like, "Oh, you're amazing," and I just want to be like you and all this stuff, then it then it rubs them the wrong way and they think you're being disrespectful. You know, um, so that actually happened a couple of different times when I was at Biola with music professors. Yes. What? <laughs> I um, mean, I'm not surprised. I'm just surprised that it's the first time I'm hearing about it. Um, yeah. Was it? Oh, I can see it. Is it because they were in charge of um, performing your pieces and you gave them notes or something? No, no. It was really more just um, they thought, oh, this kid is too overconfident. Uh, oh, so they were insecure. <laughs> there have been, I mean, there have been some people that have offered that um, that solution to, to the problem, that they were insecure or they felt threatened by me or, or something like that. But again, it wasn't really my... Wasn't really my problem, you know. I, I I had no ill will towards any of the people that I met when I was at Biola. So, how do you know that they had an issue with you then? Oh, some of them told me straight up. Yeah, some they of them said was, you're we too overconfident. Yeah, we're spilling. The tea Wait, they now. literally said you're too confident. Yeah, I had one guy who will remain unnamed who who berated me for for half for like a half hour straight. But yeah, he just had zero faith in me. Tried to keep making me fail. And um, which is fine if like it's for constructive reasons, but it was really to like try to prove a point. There was one moment, what? there was one time that he got mad at me because um, he had given me an almost unachievable composing assignment, which was like write ten minutes of music this week or something stupid like that. And I had a concert that I was putting on in Orlando, on the other side of the country. And so I was flying over there, and it was part of a of, of a competition that I that I that I won, which was really cool. And there was a professional orchestra playing my music, and I was like, I remember gonna, reading about that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm I'm gonna be out of town, and um, I I won't be able to write your ten minutes of music this week. And he was like, You could have done it on the plane. You could, you know, like there's no room in this business for for. I'm like, I'm I'm just a college kid, you know, leave me alone. Um, and then he like gave me a listening list, and he was like, I want you to know all of these pieces inside and out by next week. And I'm like, Oh, I know a lot of these already. And he like started quizzing me on on these pieces and um, oh wait hang on let me back up let me back up no he had said I want you to put together a list of uh, music that's influential to you classical music that's influential so I put a whole list together and the next week I showed him and I was going through all of the all of, so I, I was the one who made the list I was going through all the different entries and I was like I love this piece because that's a very dumb assignment it is and time consuming and like yeah yeah it's just busy work for no reason yeah. and he said and, and he stopped me he's like I'm just going to stop you and I don't believe you've listened to any of this music. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, this basically he had asked me, put together a list of the things that you love most about this thing that you do, this music thing that you do. What do you love most about music? I brought him a piece of my heart and soul and he said, nah, you've never even heard that before. <laughs> so, um, but this was all rectified things. So there was, so backing it back, up to the you know big picture, um, Biola was was really nice. There were some moments that were that were less that were less nice for me, but yeah, I don't regret going. That's so odd. That <laughs> interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And you know what else sucked? That you and I won probably a total of like eight basketball games while we were there. True. We, we played in an intramural basketball And game. we sucked. We were so bad. We were called Ring by Spring. Although our last season, 
we almost we made it we made it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. that was our best season. Yeah, yeah. If we won all of our games yeah. that season. <laughs> yeah, but the first two seasons it was horrible. Yeah. But everyone still came and supported us. Yeah, we had fans. We were called Ring by Spring, then Ring by Spring 2.0, and then Ring by uh, Ring Bang Ring by Spring. 3. Ring by Spring. <laughs> ring by Spring. <laughs> like ring by Spring. Oh, I thought it was like an Asian accent. Ring by Spring. Okay. <laughs> now, now I can't see it anymore. <laughs> wow, I still can't believe that. And you stayed with the, the whole semester. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. Uh, I'm just. I'm not a quitter, man. Yeah. So. He, <laughs> we're still when he was berating you, <laughs> mm-hmm. he was saying you're too confident. Yeah, he would say th- he would say things like, um, he would say things like you're so uh, conceited, like it comes out of every pore of your being. And I'm like, damn, that was poetic. You know, I gotta write that one down. Yeah. Also, jeez, you know, that's kind of a that's kind of a mean thing to say. Did you say something or that triggered him to say that or when people? So my approach to conflict generally speaking, is, you know, when you when you react, you're giving them what they want. You know, you're giving yeah. them fodder. And a lot of times people that are that are aggressive and confrontational like that aren't going to be reasoned with. So it's not like I could say, here's, you're wrong, and here's one, two, three, four, five reasons why. You know, it's just going to be an unproductive conversation. So um, a lot of that was me just sitting there listening to him being like, all right, man. But why did he start berating you in the first place? You know, there's a there. I don't know. I don't know. He just didn't like me, and it all started with an email. It started with an email. Uh, it started with an email. <laughs> <laughs> Picture this: I was sitting at my computer. No, um, it was. It all started with an email because I didn't address him in the title. Which now? Wait, what? Yeah, which now I don't. Which now I'm very careful to make sure I say. Hello, Mr. or Mrs., you know. So you said his, like, first and last name? No, I just said, hi, my name is Sterling Matthew. I forgot, oh, I forgot to put oh, his so name. He, oh, I forgot to put his on. name in the salutation. And, and oh, the my God. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. So, bad. yeah. Oh, you know what? He tried to do a Mr. Miyagi. You seen Karate Kid? Yeah. Where he's, like, wax on, wax off. Yeah. My first assignments for, like, six weeks. Six weeks in a semester where there's only like 18 weeks, that's a lot. Was I want you to rewrite this email until you no, get it he said rewrite the email, rewrite the email until you get it perfect. No, yep. and he made me rewrite no. it like seven times, six that's, or seven times. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's until yeah, yeah, that's kind of like almost abuse. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, yeah and so it's really petty. It is, yeah, yeah, excellent observation. He said. Well, what what would you do after the first rewrite? How would you rewrite it again? A lot of times he didn't tell me. It was just a wax on, wax off type thing. Or with the new one with uh, Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. Jacket on, jacket off. You ever seen that one? He, no, I haven't. But I heard it's good. It's good. Jaden Smith's best work. Oh. Yeah. So he said rewrite an email. They didn't give you any notes. They said, okay, now rewrite it a different way? Uh, yeah, they did. Well, what, what, why would you, why, why, why did he make you stop rewriting it after the seventh time? I don't remember. I don't remember. It might have been like a, you're never going to get this type thing. Um, yeah. I, uh, can't believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Fun times. You know, I wonder how many other incidents there are in just the college system where professors abuse their powers like oh. that. 
I would say a lot. Yeah, me too. Me too. I didn't love the... I just didn't love... I don't love the whole academic... You know, for a person with a... a, I mean, not to toot my horn, but a person with a high school diploma, bachelor's degree, master's degree, I don't love college that much. Well, that's why I asked. Because for like an artistic pursuit, like Mm -hmm. a composer or an actor or a singer. Yeah. It's kind of like, how, how good are you? And if you can be good without going to school, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's yeah. why I am. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're doing. You know, if you want to teach, if you want to be one of those um, people that write academic music or, or very intellectual concert music, then getting a doctorate degree is not imperative, but pretty important. And if you want to be doing music for movies and video games and TV, um, or trailers or anything like that, it's it's totally irrelevant, your education. If you can do the job and you can uh, meet people and be nice to people, then, then you'll probably work. But you you um, you enjoy, you enjoy think um, the college path, what's the path for you in terms of your training? I think more in terms of my personal goals and having achieved them. Um, yeah, for any... Almost any profession, I would say, you can learn a lot. You can. It's like the old, yeah, on YouTube. It's like the old um, um, Matt Damon in uh, 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 Good Will Hunting, and he's like, you just spent a bunch of money on stuff you could have you could have learned from a dollar ninety five and late fees at a library. You know, look what look at these apples. You know, uh, so. Um, I think I think as far as content goes, you can learn everything on the internet and libraries. As far as mentorship goes, it's great to get them in, in academics. You can find deals here um, as well. And then as far as personal work experience and relationships, you can't you can't do that in college. And yeah. that's the most yeah, important thing. That's so, true. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, you can to an extent, and I was yeah. working throughout college, um, but you can't fully dive into it if you're taking. That's true. I think a week. I think um, a lot of the investment is to kind of get your personality shaped in that environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's worth the money too. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's worth a, a decent amount of money to do to have that experience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I remember one time because I asked you, you said I asked about your composition process. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying one day it was kind of like a f- you like um, your creative faucet just turned on or something like that. Yeah. So what what prompted that creative faucet to turn on? Um, God. But you don't believe. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I um, to be honest with you, I didn't have a lot of interest in music growing up. Um, I was forced to do piano lessons when I was a kid. All of us, all of us kids, where we would have to practice for uh, thirty minutes, yeah. and then we could play computer for thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, and I hated it, and I was like, oh, I don't want to learn anything. Um, and then my parents got divorced. Mm. I need a better reaction. My parents got divorced. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, my parents got divorced in two thousand eight. I moved up to Alaska, and I sort of dropped the music. Thing. Oh. Where did you live before? Here. I lived in L.A. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I was born yeah. in L.A. Um, yeah, born in Los Angeles, half-raised <laughs> in Alaska, <laughs> I guess. 
Um, so I moved to Alaska. I dropped the music thing because I was like, oh, nobody's forcing me to do you know, piano lessons anymore. And um, yeah, and then I, I went down to visit my dad, and he's like, he, he plays trumpet, so my dad's also a musician. Viola? Um, no, he went to ASU. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so he, he played trumpet, and he was showing me some albums he was on, and I was like, this is so cool. I, I would love to try doing music, you know? Um, I downloaded this, this like, sort of uh, garage band type app on my iPod Touch. Remember yeah. iPod Touches? Um, I remember, yeah. Yeah, and I made some some beats, I guess. I made some really, really um, simple little pieces of music, and they weren't great. And so I was like, okay, it's not really for me. And then um, later that year, this was 2010, oh my gosh, 22, so it's 12 years ago. Whew. Um, so 12 years ago. That's when I graduated high school. 2010? Oh, okay, I was 2014. You're... Yeah. Old. Get out of my podcast. Oh. <laughs> I am older, yeah. You're not yeah. that old. Um, I'm pretty old. Wait, so are you turning 30 soon? I'm turning 30 in November. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. What are you going to do? Nothing. I don't really celebrate my birthday. It's it's a big one, though. You got to, like, do a slip and slide or something. Pina coladas, strippers, getting caught in the rain. Making it rain. You see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't really celebrate birthdays, but yeah, maybe I'll do something. Yeah. I'm probably not, but maybe I should. You should, man. It's a. It's a. It's a good one. Age is nothing but a number. That's what all the pets are. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. I'm Chris Hansen. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know who Chris Hansen is. Is he a It was pedophile? this old. No, it was this. Oh, old, he's not a pedophile. No, I don't think so. I hope not. It was oh. this old TV show. Not old. Maybe in the nineties. But it was before your time. Uh. Um, and he would like they would they would uh, they would pose as being like underage children on the internet on like chat rooms, and then they the predators would like go to a house to meet up with. Oh. And instead of the kid being there, it was be the FBI. Chris Hansen, who's this TV personality, and he's like really tall. He's like six eight or something. They had the, they had the police there too. Oh oh oh, oh yeah. wow! Oh wait, they would get arrested mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah, and he would and he would be like, uh, "What? Who are you here to meet?" You know, and they'd be like, "Oh, I don't know," you know, because they just they're just perfect. Yeah, heard about this? Yeah. Yeah, and and then he would like ask them a couple questions, and um, they would look ridiculous, and then they would get arrested, and, and it was like public shaming for for child predators and, and people were getting put away. And anyway, so that's an older TV show, but yeah. I think I heard about that TV show actually. But okay, 2010, you're later on that year. You made yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I was going through my iPod touch and I was like, there's no song that starts with the letter X. I guess I'll write one. You know, mm-hmm. this is a weird reason to start writing music. And yeah, and that's when, that's when God sort of flipped the switch in my brain. What do you mean by that? It was just there, all of a sudden. Yeah, I could just I could just sit down. Nobody taught me chords or anything. I mean, I had a little bit of experience from playing piano growing up, um, but I didn't know like this is an F major chord, and, and you know, it, this is the music theory and harmonic progressions or whatever. I didn't know any of that, but my my hands would just I would hear it in my head, and my hands would, would do it. And wait, what what do you? But you, you say you don't have perfect pitch. No. So how would you play things in your head? 
I don't know. I could just, I could just, ha I, I guess it's a relative pitch thing. I could just hear like where the music was going oh, in my head. So you would kind of like experiment. Okay. Oh, okay. It's not quite this, and then kind of like that. Yeah. 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 And and that's a lot of what I do now too. But um, yeah. But it was just like a it was an overnight thing, and and it was yeah. And I don't know why it happened. It wasn't like you prayed to God or something. No. No. You literally say I'm gonna write a song that starts with X. Yeah. And it just. And it just yeah. And since then, that's just... just mm -hmm. and, and of course, you know, it, I've honed the craft and I've been doing it for 12 years now, so I've been getting better and better and faster. That first piece was like two minutes long and it took me like two weeks to do. It was crazy, you know, like it, it wasn't like, you know, August Rush or like Mozart, you know, all of a sudden. It, but um, but it, was, it was just there. It was there, so... What do you mean? You heard, did you hear the entire song or was it kind of like measure by measure? Sometimes I hear everything. Um, oh, wow. Sometimes I hear everything, especially if it's like, if it's like more of a textural thing. If it's more of a of a coloristic thing. Um, and sometimes I'll hear one line at a time, and I'll play it back, and I'll be like, hmm, you know, it would go good with this, you know, and um, or go well. Sorry, I don't have to learn English for it. Um, you know, and then and then yeah, and then you just kind of keep adding to it, and you hear more more and more parts. It's kind of a mysterious thing and it happens every day and you know as a composer or as a creative yeah as a composer I, th I feel like at least my experience you're always afraid that it's going to turn off you know that you're going to be like well I did it last time but uh, shoot I don't know I don't know where it's coming from you know so you're telling me that for you let's say I'm a let's say I'm someone at your Hexany audio that says okay we have a video game Mm -hmm. About I give you like a scenario and you just kind of hear it right away. Yeah, I'll hear. I'll what? hear. I'll hear. Yeah, I'll hear something start. You know, if you were to say like we need a we need a, um, an action piece, someone's getting chased by um, zombies or whatever. Um, I'm like, okay, well, what what what's actually this is something that Alan Alan Sylvester told me. Um, writing music, just like with any creative endeavor, is just making choices. Just making choices. So first thing you think of is, all right, it should be pretty fast. They're getting chased. You don't want slow, unless you're trying to be artistic, you know, in which case maybe you want slow, but um, you probably want something fast. Okay, cool. So now we have a tempo. What about instruments? How about we start with some strings? Okay, well, now we have that. And then what could go with that? Maybe some drums. You know? Um, and then it just kind of goes from there, and you just make little choices and all the choices that you make sort of add up to to the result so um so when someone tells me that the thing that i'm hearing in my head is like that that string thing and maybe some percussion or maybe like a little melody or something but it, it doesn't get fully realized until it's actually in a physical form or, or on the computer so i can hear it back or i can play it back so if i were gave if I were to give you um, some scenarios right now, can you hum? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> what if... Um, I wish I had a piano. I, could, I, I know, I know. That would be nice. Um, You're going to be... Sorry, Ryan's mom, but Sterling's horrible singing. Yeah. So what if... Um, um, I'm, he I'm, I'm, I'm doing this podcast interview, yeah. and we have about 10 minutes left, mm -hmm. and I really, really have to... Go take a boopy. Oh no. Oh man, okay. Yeah. What do you hear? 
What what type of uh, what type of genre are we talking? Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Let's do drama. Drama. Okay. Ding. You just relaxed. You better go. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you just hear that. Yeah. What was the instrument that was playing? <laughs> it was, uh, you know, you didn't hear it? What? Um, uh, it's probably like a piano or something like that. This is a very, this is a very silly example, but, you know, all, all you need is a start. You make that first choice and the rest will sort of follow. Okay, can I give you another one? Sure, yeah. What if um, I'm on a date with the girl mm. and I notice that she has something stuck on her teeth? Oh man! But she's really pretty, and I don't want to potentially upset her. Oh, I thought you were going to say assassinate her. <laughs> I don't want to potentially assassinate her. But I, but I will if I have to. <laughs> but I don't want to risk telling her. But at the same time, it's very distracting. Man, this is this is a very specific emotion. I know. <laughs> That's I'm test I'm testing you. Um, I would probably do. Um, I would probably do something subtle. This would this would only happen in a yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the first example probably would also. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but it, it would probably, <laughs> it would probably be, um, um, you would you noticed it and, it and it would be like a, like just something really really quiet, you know, and and then um, it's just kind of like kind of like woozy, kind of like um, maybe like a saxophone. Okay. Sexy saxophone. Oh. And it's just like distant. It's like far away. And it's just kind of like. Because then, cause then it, that's like the sultry, like you're on a date thing. Um, if you're at a restaurant, it'd be kind of cool if you have like kind of like a jazzy band. Mm -hmm. And you got like a sleazy, yeah. sleazy little saxophone that's just like. And it's just kind of like wiggling around in there as you're like getting more and more disturbed by this thing. Yeah. That's my first thought. Can I hear the melody that you hear? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Uh, but let me tell you this, Ryan. This is how I write a lot of music. It sounds stupid, but you're driving in your car. A lot of composers will agree with me on this. Um, you're driving in your car and you're just like, hmm. And you at a stoplight, right? And you hit it. And then you just sing it into your phone. Wait, 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 let's find one. Let's find one. Yeah, interesting. This is going to be embarrassing for Cause me. Because I'm sure, like, you don't want to... Because if you don't record it down, write it down in that moment, you're probably not going to remember it. Right, right. Oh, this is going to be really... This is going to be... I'm so sorry to myself in advance for this. Let me find something that's good. We got a lot of piano stuff in here. Okay, yeah, yeah, wait, let's see what this is. It says fanfare. Okay. Fanfare idea. Oh, it's very slow. I need to get a better one. Hang no, on. that's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's try this. Oh, 
Wow. Is this, it's, it's, what, 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 what triggered that? This is... Kind of sounds like Duel of Fates. It's like a, it says dance theme. I mean, that doesn't sound like it, but it, it has that vibe. Yeah, it says dance, it says dance theme. Oh. So, um, I think that actually came out to be a piece of music. I'm trying to remember now. Um, actually, no, it doesn't exist yet. It's still, it's still in, in my brain, but I'm trying to think of one. If, let's see. Oh, this is a... Trying to find one that like has some. Well, all, all of these that you shared so far, I, I think have been great examples for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Show me one that you want. I want to see. You're proud of, or like you want to. I, oh, you hear something? This is good. Okay, listen to this. How come you're whistling? Okay, so now, because sometimes that's just a better way to... Uh -huh. Now let me show you what that turned into. Okay. Interesting. So you had... Right? This is what it turned into. I'll give you this audio file if you want to remember. So remember that, that, that melody? Here it is. So this is the stuff that's in my head behind it. So that's part of the process. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, so you were thinking, so that was a project that you had and you were just, one yeah, day you just a, started thinking like, oh, this will be. I was like, I need a theme for it. And I, was, I think I was probably driving in the car or taking a walk or something. and. Ooh, that's kind of catchy, you know. And then the whole theme, the whole theme came out of that. So you never know. You never know when inspiration will strike. Okay, give me a situation. I want to try. Okay, okay. Um, you are um, at Costco. Okay, you're at Costco, and you're trying to find your favorite pizza rolls. They aren't Totinos or whatever. Okay. They're the store brand, right? They're, okay. They're the Costco brand, but they're your favorite. All of a sudden, there's more. Okay. Uh, all of a sudden, this this uh, the guy from your elementary school that we saw in the hallway earlier, he he he's got the last box. He's got the last box. You're gonna have to take it from him. Okay. Go. Ba 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 ba. Nice. Ba 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 ba. Nice. Ba 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 ba. Jazzy. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, keep it going. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Sounds kind of familiar, but keep going. Ba 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 ba. Hope we can get clearance. Ba 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 ba. What? 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 Yeah. 
That was, was just off the top of off my the head. Off the top, man. I loved it. I just thought of... That's just the first thing. First thing All that, original. If I had to describe it, it would be original. <laughs> Completely original right Never, there. Never, ever been thought of. Never, ever. Never will it be thought of It just came from my thoughts, from, if my, we, from if, my head. If we hadn't recorded it, it'd be gone forever. I think so. Yeah, we better make some words to it. <laughs> I, I feel like it would match something with the hotel... Okay. And the state of California for some reason. Well, we are in California. <laughs> Wait, did you know I was humming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did you realize it? Um, probably <laughs> right when I started like adding your drums. And I was like, hold on a second. Wait a minute. <laughs> I had my eyes closed. So I couldn't tell when you when you uh, realized it. But I was doing the verse, but I'm like, I don't think he knows. And then... Yeah, no, I didn't know until, until you started doing the chorus. That's funny. So there you go. Now you're a composer, man. That's all you do. Well, I wonder. What, well, what if, what if I really thought that was like my original melody? You know, you want to know something? One morning, actually, this has happened to a couple of friends of mine, but this happened to me one morning. I used to go to sleep. I would uh, listen to music in my sleep. Yeah. I can't really do that anymore because it's. It, I don't know. It wakes. It wakes me up sometimes. But um, but I'll I'll listen to music when I sleep. And I was trying to come up with a theme for something. And I woke up and I was like, Eureka! I have the perfect one, you know? Scurry over my piano. It's beautiful. It's perfect. And then I like wrote it down. And um, and then the next day, I was like, hold on a second. This sounds too familiar. And it turned out that I had rewritten the main theme for Braveheart. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I didn't write this. But, you know, that's... That's like a dire fear that we have, and I have a lot of composer oh. friends. Yeah, they'll be like, "This sounds like something. I don't know what it is, but it sounds like something." Please tell me what it is. You know. Um, so, yeah. I'm just imagining professors where like they have composition students. They're like, "I think I came up with a brilliant idea," and it's like, well, it starts off really slow, like da da, and then it goes a little faster, da da, wow. and a little faster, da da. Da 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 da. It's brilliant. Yeah. And the prof- I wonder if the professor has to like tell them like. That's... Sorry, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you just rewrote the most iconic <laughs> of all time. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. That probably has happened though. I imagine. You know, there's the, uh, that's always a thing that we have to do is uh, as a composer is, you're always trying to invent something new, but not too new. But not too familiar. Right, right. Wow. Well, that's about our time, Sterling. Um, Lovely having you here. Nice. Uh, Do you have any questions for me? (laughs) 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 So I just told you about my my day, and now our time's up. Oh, Uh, (laughs) man. I feel like we were just getting into it. So um, do you have any, for my mom who's listening, do you have any projects you want to plug? And any social and uh, your socials where we can where she can find you? Sure. Um, yeah. I, so I just got off this project called um, Heart of the Wild Bunch. It's a short. It's a Western short um, by Sophia. I never learned how to say her last name. Ar- Ar- Arguelles. Arguelles. Well, I'm, I'm sure so sorry, Sophia. I appreciate you plugging. Remember how to say your name. <laughs> and um, Grace Caroline Curry. Um, and we just finished that 
Um, it's not released yet, it's going through the festival circuit. It's just a small thing that I did on the side because um, I can't super plug like all the video games mm -hmm. that I made. Um, but if you want to follow me, um, my Instagram is sterling.maffy, M-A-F-F-E, F's like in Frank, for mm -hmm. Full House. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> fun. Fun, or fondue, or, or family. Family. Or fanduel. Or freedom. Or freedom! Or fiction. Or failure. Or Fritos. Or fire truck. Or fungus. <laughs> or, or factory. Or fiat. Or fuck. Or that was my one curse word because I said I have to say a curse word while I'm on here. <laughs> we have to keep that the e for everyone right in. Well, I'm gonna show this clip to everyone at Viola so they'll know uh, you're a heathen. Anyway, Sterling um, my website, sterlingmaffy.com, no dot in that one. I mean, there's a dot before the comment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, my website's pretty up-to-date. You can listen to my music there. You can follow me on socials. You can come to my house if you want. My address is... Oh. <laughs> you just beep this part out, yeah? Hey, my mom is gonna yeah. show up at your house. Hey, I hope she... I hope she... some kimbap. Oh, I could go for that. I brought you some kimbap. Is that, that's what your mom says? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, follow me here. Keep up, keep up with uh, the stuff that's going on. Love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. very talented composer. Check out his music, beautiful stuff. Thank but you. thank you for coming down, sir. And hope to see you again soon. And excited to see all the cool projects. Thanks, man. Coming your way. Thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me. Yes. That's great. I'm really happy to do it. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, crap. Cool.